Hey y'all, welcome to episode four of the Stories Podcast. I cannot believe that we're already on episode four. This has been a dream project of mine. And thank you for helping that happen and for listening to this happen and for hopefully eventually participating in, in the creation of the podcast and in what's to come. I'm really excited to share this story with you all today. And I'm also excited to share that these are kind of going to be some of the last few for right now of episodes of just me talking. Um, I'm looking to have some guests in the future. I've lined some things up with really incredible people that I have looked up to in a variety of ways, not necessarily because they're older than me or they're more experienced in something, but just because I've noticed from a distance that I've learned something from them. And they're just questions that I have for them and that I want them to be able to discuss with you all and speak for you all. And I think I've said this before, maybe in one of my first episodes, but the reason behind this podcast and what's really given it life is the conversations that I've had with really close friends and other people that maybe I just met them the day I had the conversation with them. And, you know, always thinking in the back of my head, like, dang, I wish I could play that back or I wish I could take this conversation with me and not forget a minute of what this person is saying, you know, whether it's over coffee or a walk or a late wine night, you know, just those conversations that kind of change your perspective or help you learn more about somebody else. That's really what I wanted to capture with this podcast and what I hope to do in the future. So the goal of having these guests that are going to start to join us next week, I believe, um, you know, is just to, to be able to do just that and to share these conversations. And, and that's why I want it to be less of an interview, more of a conversation. And I want it to feel like you all are getting to listen in on a conversation that you would have with your friends and family, maybe a conversation that you wish you could have. Um, you know, maybe you're trying to find the right words, the right way to approach it, and you just don't know, um, which I found myself in situations like that, too. So that's kind of the goal um, and the aspects that I'm looking for and the guests that I'm going to have on is like, who are the people that I know if I have a conversation with them, whether I've known them for four or five years or whether I've never actually met them in person, but I've just been following along with what they do. Either way, I think it's going to benefit them. I think it's going to benefit me <laughs> and I hope in turn it'll benefit you all to hear these conversations. And I also want to connect you all to people other than me, right? That you can follow along with and that you can kind of track the way that they're educating people the way that they're living their lives in a way that I really admire um, and I think that we all can learn from no matter how much in common we have with them or not. So that's just a little bit of a sneak peek into what's to come and I, I couldn't be more excited or thankful for the support that I've gotten from you all because that is what keeps me going and it keeps me confident because this can be really weird sometimes and it feels, you know, I, I fight so hard to, to handle my humility through this and to not let the the fear or the, um, you know, kind of the, I guess the best word for it would probably be just a little bit insecurity, a little bit of insecurity about speaking so much and making sure that it's always focused on you all that are listening, um, but also recognizing that it helps me too, which is great. And I think it's okay that it helps me too, but I always want to make sure that I'm doing it for you all. Um, and I want to make sure that I keep that the focus throughout however long this podcast lasts, um, hopefully a long time. So that is just a little tidbit of information. And then before I jump in, I also want to mention, once again, the Gather and Grow conference that I'll be speaking at on November 7th. It's going to be virtual, so please do register to attend if you're interested. Speaking to my ladies out there, 
Um, and if you're interested in finding the link or you're not able to find their Instagram, please feel free to DM me. That is totally fine um, and totally welcome. And I'm happy to send you the link and any information that you might need. Or if you just want to know more about Gather and Grow, I couldn't be a bigger fan. Their focus is empowering women and with a huge focus on faith. But I think it's really welcoming kind of no matter where you are with your faith or what you are with your faith or even if you don't have it, you know what I mean? It's still just a group of really awesome women being led by women and being inspired by women. So I'm really excited to get to speak at it. It is a huge honor of mine and I'm hoping that you guys will tune in. And I think there's some cool packages you can get. I don't really know the specifics, um, but I can put you in contact with people that do. So today I'm going to be talking about life after college. And what's funny is, <laughs> it's a little bit embarrassing. So um, on the documents that I've got on my computer that I said kind of make me look like a crazy person, I titled each story so that I could know, so that just to keep myself grounded in what I was writing and I really wanted it to be raw. So I'm going to read you guys the real title. I don't even know. I guess this word counts as profanity, but I'm really sorry, Spotify podcast platforms. If, if I do this, I don't know if I'm allowed to, but I wrote life after college still being the same damn person. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I just said that on here. Either way. It's fine. Um, and I remember writing this in, I was, I think I was a little bit frustrated. You guys will probably hear it. I think it's going to be funny for me to reread this because now I think I'm in a much better place. Um, but it would be a lie if I told you that I was not, you know what I mean? Like I was not this person at some point. Um, and still I think a little bit of her lingers on. And I think it's a really important thing to recognize because the thing is life after college wasn't perfect. And I think it looked probably looked that way. It looks that way for a lot of people through Instagram and Snapchat and all those different realms. I think it can look like, gosh, that person's really got it figured out. Their life is perfect. Um, but I was just speaking with one of my good friends the other night about how there's a lot of loneliness right after college, no matter if you're surrounded by people that you know, or if you're completely alone, kind of in isolated land, you're still unbelievably lonely. You face a lot of new attributes about yourself that you maybe didn't expect. One of my biggest ones, and one that actually matches with my Instagram quite, quite well, I'm a three, um, but you know, I was experiencing jealousy and sadness and narcissism, and I was disappointed, but none of that you would have been able to see through the things that I was posting, which is interesting because I think it's, it's, it's kind of very intriguing about how we are and the fact that like almost like the worse we're doing, the more we're trying to prove that we're doing well. So I'm excited to read back over this. This is going to be my first time reading back over it. So I might giggle here and there at, at some stuff that might sound a little bit whiny on my end, but I also think it's important to you know, even when maybe you feel like you're on a high or, you know, I always call, you know, valleys and mountaintops, maybe I'm feeling a little bit higher up, but I think that this person or this version of me that existed a year ago this time, she can still rev up every once in a while. So I'm excited to learn a little bit more about her and to kind of reflect back on how I feel now, what's changed now. And I think it's important for you all too, whether you're in college or you've recently graduated or you've been out of school for 10, 15, 20 years, um, you know, just kind of, recognizing those highs and lows and and it's a huge shock and you don't want college to be the best four years of your life um but it's funny because right after you graduate it almost feels like you're right back at the beginning so i wrote life becomes incredibly interesting after graduating college entering the professional and graduate school world comes with a lot of excitement you're the new kid on the block no one knows you and you feel like you have the chance to create yourself again 
what's funny is that no matter how different your circumstance circumstances or environments become, the recreation of yourself begins to look ex extremely similar to who you were before. That's because you and I are the exact same people we were yesterday. Different experience and maybe different locations, but we fight the same desires and want the same things. I realized this while listening to a podcast the other morning where a woman was saying, you know, when I walk out of this room, I'll still be black. I'll be black tomorrow. And I was black yesterday. You can't shed who you are. This was interesting to me because of course I completely related to her. Yet for some reason, I thought when I moved to a different city, being black would mean something different. So it's not that I didn't want to be black anymore. I just really thought that maybe I would be, you know, just welcomed and invited into this new environment where racism doesn't exist. Um, microaggressions aren't said, all of the above. Um, and, you know, similarly, I assume that the demons and desires that I struggle with would change or become something more mature. And, you know, thankfully, I'm still black. Um, but unfortunately, I still battle the same temptations I've had since I was probably about 18. And I think it's funny because no matter how far you get, how successful you are, how far you get in your faith, how much more in shape you are, no matter what it is, you're always going to have kind of those same weaknesses. And I think a lot of times in my head, I thought that I could grow out of weaknesses, but that's not necessarily it. Um, I can get stronger and that's something that I've tried to do. But I think when I wrote this, I was just really interested in the fact that I think I thought like I'd no longer want to sin in the same way that I used to previously. And I was finding myself just running into the same situations. And I realized that trials do not stop when you leave your small towns and your sacred oases. They just change. And I've realized that when I act out or in ways that seem right at the moment, but looking back were really sporadic and don't make a lot of sense, I typically realize that I'm acting out of my insecurities. And it had been a while since I'd been faced with that weakness. So when the opportunity to act out of a temporary disappointment came up, I was ready. It, it was like my body went straight back into, it was like, forget the growth, forget the faith, forget, forget all of these awesome qualities you've been working on. Because that little, that, that, that person inside of me that, that really kind of reacts so quickly was still there and was still ready no matter how far along I'd gotten. And I only really hesitate in those situations because there's just a small urging in the back of my mind to wait. And I think it's that urging or that, you know, maybe that voice in the back of your head that's like, okay, maybe wait before you react or that helps you rethink. That's actually the maturity and what you've been growing towards. It just doesn't always seem that way. It almost seems like the annoying person on your shoulder that you just want to shut up so that you can focus. Um, and you know, as days go by, whenever I was in those situations, my aggression would definitely lower. And I began to wonder if I was just being a coward and not facing my frustrations. And in my head, I was like, you know, I need to stand up for myself. I need to make sure I'm being heard. I need to really be sure that no one's walking over me or that I'm not being looked over for different opportunities. When really it was just, I was, I was just at a place where it's like you graduate school and maybe you're the best of the best specifically at what you do. Right. So then after graduation, you go to where you should, because you were the best of the best at what you did, but then everybody's awesome. <laughs> everybody's at your level, if not higher. And so I think a lot of times you want to fight that with aggression and you want to say, well, no, I've been done wrong. You know, how can I fight this? And, you know, you know, it's just the days after, after the dramatic thoughts and daydreams of standing tall, I really realized very straightforward um, that those attributes of myself were not attractive and that I really was acting pretty entitled pretty soon after graduation. And my biggest pet peeve had become my strongest crutch. And I just felt like I deserved and had earned something that I hadn't. 
And I felt this kind of in every aspect of my life. I felt this with my friends. I felt this at work. I felt it at just in every aspect at my church. You know, I wanted so badly to know everyone and to be super plugged in, but I didn't necessarily want to put in the work because I was too busy doing whatever I was doing on Saturday mor- Saturday night. So then Sunday mornings, I just didn't have the energy. And it was like this, this process that I think I needed to go through and I still go through sometimes. And it's just kind of reevaluating, okay, how can I balance who I am, the core of who I am and who I want to be? And I saw something that somebody posted going a little bit off track here. Someone posted, um, gosh, I I don't think I'm going to get the quotations right. So sorry. But it was just thinking, you know, every day I want to wake up and think of the best person that I can be or like the best person that I want to be. And I'm going to try to act like her every single day of the week. And I was just like, goodness, do I do that? Or do I just kind of react to small situations? Like, or do I wake up and I think, you know, 10 years from now, this is who I want to be. Let me act like her. And I'm going to fail. You know, I'm not necessarily going to be her. I don't even know if I'm going to be here in 10 years. But with having that mindset, all of a sudden, I've learned to be more patient and to be more understanding. And I've learned that kindness and welcoming people in will get you where you're going a lot faster than deceitfulness. Even though it feels a little bit more spicy to be deceitful, you feel like maybe you can get to where you're going faster. It's that patience um, and that waiting and that trusting for me in the Lord, but for you could be whatever, whatever it is that you kind of put your trust in that's above yourself or separate from yourself. And that's what I think will really lead you to where you want to be. And that's what people are witnessing as well. Um, and you know, I don't think I'm alone on this one. Um, I'm just, I'm learning to earn again, which is difficult and not necessarily earning respect, but more so earning responsibility, trust and consideration. And this is no small feat, but it's also nothing to break. It's also nothing to break down over. You know what I mean? You can always kind of fight this and get back up. Um, even when you disappoint yourself, even when you have moments of weakness, you know, they have to be welcomed in and let in because they're happening. You know what I mean? It's not good to just kind of act like it's not going on. Um, but they also need to be used to strengthen and empower yourself, which I think is something that you should always focus on. Um, you know, I talk a lot about how I started this podcast and how what I do is to empower other people. And I think that a lot of times you, you kind of look other places to be empowered. So like, I hope you keep looking to this podcast. This doesn't be telling you to turn it off, but also look within yourself and think, okay, how can I empower myself? How can I strengthen myself? How can I be inspired by myself um, and do that? And also recognize that trials do not lead to destruction. It's temptation that does that. And so learning what tempts me, what breaks me, what is it that I'm really thinking? What do I really want to do? Welcoming that in and then working on ways to make sure that it's positive and growing for you. And, you know, it just becomes really easy to get caught up in these trials and to turn blind to the gifts of each day. Uh, You know, the release of a laugh, a supportive text from your friends or parents or another day made where you don't have to reload your Metro card. (laughs) Thinking back, this is what I was spending like 20 bucks a week on riding the Metro. So that's really funny that I wrote that. Um, So that's more my personal high. But, you know, you catch my drift, maybe specifically for you. It's it's really whatever it is. Another week where you don't have to refill your gas tank. Um, And, you know, it's just different now. Different things pressure me now. My cable bill stresses me out. The way that I'm performing at work stresses me out. Um, something really personal is, is witnessing homelessness and extreme poverty. I've really never seen it as I have in DC. And I remember when I wrote this, I used to live really close to what's called the Union Stations. That's a pretty main hub for DC. And it would just it would just break me down every single day, twice a day. I'd have to walk by all of these people that are in poverty me feeling like, quote unquote, I had nothing to give and really not understanding, you know, it, it really kind of once again made me look at the Lord and think like, what, what is this that you're doing? Why are these people in these situations um, when a lot of it is mental health issues? A lot of it is things that like 
you know, I feel personally, I can't solve, but why is it this way? And it would piss me off. You know what I mean? But I think it's important to take that in, to understand it and to just switch streams and learn a new stride. So instead of looking at it that way and thinking like, well, I can't do anything. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough this, you know, using what you can do, using honestly everything that you have, because the way that I view it is that none of it is yours. Um, And I try so hard to have more of a simplistic mindset, which I struggle with a lot. But in a lot of ways, I think I've grown stronger in that. Um, and I think that that's growth and I don't know that it's necessarily upwards or downwards, but it's forward. And I think just making sure that so long as you're moving forward, you know, the, the, the reaction to what you will do will benefit other people, even people that you don't really think it would reach. And so I just kind of, I think I wrapped this up, which was, this was a verse that I was reading over a lot during this time of my life. This was about a year ago. Um, when I was just, I, I was, I think I cried a lot. I was eating a lot and I was just not good. I was just not appreciating what everything that was going on in my life because I was so focused on being the best. And I think the moment that, that, you know, any moments where I would feel like that, I would try to read this verse. And so it's James one verse 17. And it's that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. And I want to talk about just that last little bit, no variation or shadow due to change. That is not how I felt when I moved to DC. I felt like everything changed and I could not find the gifts. I could not find, you know, my faith. I couldn't find any of it. Um, And it wasn't until kind of my life got rocked a little bit. And, and, you know, it was rocked, but I was also able to be regrounded in understanding that it's not that the gifts weren't coming in, it's that my focus wasn't on that. My focus was on what is this person getting as gifts? What are they getting? How are they doing this? Um, you know, where are they at now compared to where I am? So I was so focused on what everybody else was receiving that I wasn't focusing on all of the gifts that God had given and continues to give to me. And I think it's important, and, and you might view that differently, but maybe think about the positives, you know what I mean? What's going on in your life. And I think that's something that my mom used to say to me a lot. It would really make me mad because I'd be really upset about something and she'd be like, just focus on the good, focus on the good. And I was like, I know, but I also need to take in the way I'm feeling now. Um, And I think both of us are right in a way. Um, And I talked to her about this recently, but you know, I think it's important if you feel sad or if you feel miserable or if you feel depressed or if you feel angry um, or if you feel anxious. I think it's so important to take that in um, and to address it properly in the way that you need to. But I think it also is really interesting when you just start thinking about it, whether it's writing it down or, or just calling somebody that you know is going to put a smile on your face immediately, but just thinking of what you have been given um, what you've worked towards and, and kind of the reward that you've seen through that and, and see if it changes your mindset um, and see if it helps a little bit. And sometimes it takes being, for me personally, it took being knocked down all the way um, to really understand what I had to, or what I was looking past. And as soon as I shifted my focus to the good, I've, I've kind of recognized that in my day-to-day life. And that's not saying that life is perfect. It is not. I've got a lot of lows still. I still cry sometimes. Um, but but I know that when I do that, I'm not alone. And instead of kind of mourning that and taking that in internally, I immediately reach out to people that I know kind of like my, my core people or one of my best friends calls it kind of her board of trustees. If you want to think of it that way, you know, who's the board for your life? Who do you go to in sadness? Who you go to in extreme joy? Um, and just make sure that you keep them around. 
And that's it for this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. Please feel free to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And I also just learned that this is available on all podcast platforms. I had no idea. I thought it was just Spotify and Apple. So that shows how much I have to learn. Um, So please listen to this wherever you are most comfortable. Don't forget to rate and review. Um, Please, please, please continue to send me your ideas and the way that the podcast is touching you. Um, If there's anything that you feel like you're not getting enough of, if you wish that the episodes were longer, if you wish that they were shorter, you know, I I guess I could talk faster. I don't really know if I could, Um, but let me know. And I'm so happy to, to continue to build this with you all. And once again, I'm so excited to start having guests on the podcast. I think it's going to be freaking awesome. And I'm excited to hear your feedback from that as well. So if you also, if you feel like you want to speak on this podcast, let me know that too. And and we can get to working on something. I'd be so happy to do that. Um, And so I hope, I hope you have a wonderful week and just let me know if you need me. And once again, thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.